0: Weeks. It's hot. What does that mean? It's hot. You're in school. But you don't wake up early
1: enough to take me to school, so you have to drive the truck around.
0: Yep. And I get sweaty, because <laughs> the go... truck doesn't have air and conditioning. And then you have to
1: go take a cool down break.
0: Most of the days it's fine, but on Tuesday, it was so hot, we got home. When I got home with the kids, I got like overheated. And I like had to strip down of my underwear and take a nap on the bed. And the kids are like, Are you okay? And I was like, It's fine, just watch a couple episodes of Phineas and Ferb and then I cooled off and it was fine.
1: What style underwear were you wearing? Was it a college pair?
0: Um, I I don't remember the specifics. More so recent sorry. Um, it was not a holy one. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Just the holes to put my legs in. yeah? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, I got you to talk about your underwear again you did actually not... you brought it up
0: well I did <laughs> anyway um it's been a good week and uh we have big stuff coming up this weekend so we're gonna jump straight into it let's talk about the news, and now
1: the news. so we have a big event. Um, Comic-Con Palm Springs, coming at ya!
0: Coming at ya!
1: So, we are, um, going to be doing a live Moss show.
0: and Darren Orange show. Um, can I run through the final schedule now? Because last time we talked about it.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, it was, it was still a work in progress. It's mostly the same, but since this episode will be out in time, hopefully if we've got any listeners... ...that are going to go, um, they can check it out. I'm not going to read, like, the whole entire thing. I'm just going to go through the schedule very quickly. Um, we're going to be in Mesquite E, actually, um, as an elephant. Um, and that's the room that we're going to be in. And we've got 13 panels and live shows. I'm just going to run through them very Lucky quickly. Lucky
1: 13.
0: That's right.
1: The 13 Spectacular.
0: So, the Palm, Palm Springs is Friday, Saturday, Sunday... But our programming is Saturday, Sunday only. Mm-hmm. Um, Saturday at 10.30, we've got the Web Comics Advocates, um, and that is, um, that's always a good one. Mm-hmm. We actually have um, a new face on the panel, um, Ambrose, and I don't remember his last name, and I don't have it in front of me, so Ambrose um, is going to join us. He's one of Eddie D'Angelini's friends, uh, because Patrick couldn't be there, he's going to fill in for him. And speaking of that, at 11.30, um, also filling in for Patrick, because uh, he couldn't make it. Unfortunately, had a family thing come up. Ambrose is also going to take over the Kids Create Characters panel.
1: That was a really cool one. I'm excited to still have it, even yes. though Patrick can't be
0: there. So it might look different than it did last year, but it's going to be cool. Ambrose is kind of just jumping in the deep end. He's never done this exact thing before, because Patrick kind of is the one that's always done that. So it'll be interesting to see. Very cool. 12:30 on Saturday, we've got a Kickstarter panel um, moderated by Brendan and featuring um, the uh, most of the same people from the web comics one um, in that one. 1:30, um, we've got the podcast advocates. This is exciting. We've got a great lineup of people on it this year. Um, Brendan from Radio Brendoman, Brock Powell, and Curtis from the Unpop pod- podcast. Um, you, of course, from this show. Cheryl Jones from Movie Made, Movies Made Me. And Murray Valeriano from the Road Stories podcast. It's going to be a really cool lineup this year. Um, a lot of new faces. After that at 2.30 on Saturday, Murray is going to be doing Road Stories. That's his podcast he does with stand-up comedians. And they talk about life on the road. Um, and it's very cool. He has got um, a couple of guests that are going to be there. One of them is Eddie Pence. Um, He is a stand-up comedian. Um, He's going to be there. very cool. And then he's also got another special guest that's going to be stopping by. Tom Kenny, who's the voice of SpongeBob SquarePants, um, is going to be joining him on that panel. So that's really, really cool. Um, We've got such a a cool lineup this year. Um, Of course, Murray's done tons of stand-up and stuff. He's a very cool guy, too. Um, After that, we have the Movies Made Me podcast with Cheryl Jones. And uh, I think... I can't remember. I know Brock is going to join her on that. I think Murray might also, but I can't remember for sure what she's got in store um, without looking at it. So, but she's got a lot of great stuff. She does cool talk about cool movies and things. Um, talks about the movies that influence people, and uh, so that'll be a good one. Then after that at four thirty. Woo, woo. That's right. That na, is na, when na, 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 we are na, na, doing our Mandarin Orange show live. Nah, Mandarin Orange show, and um, it's going to be you and me. And I am—I'm um, going to tell you right now. I'm going to perform live the new theme song from the quiz show. He's uh, so excited about uh, from the, this. From the from the movie guys. quote show or movie quote game.
1: And here's the here's a little backstory. Have you shared how you make your intros? I think so. So just to remind you, if if you don't know, the way Phil makes his intros, the in-betweens, yeah, as I call them.
0: <laughs> the little interstitial introduction, little clips, yeah, the jingles.
1: Is he's sitting in the lazy boy editing the podcast, and whatever he can reach um, from his chair without getting up, that's how he makes it.
0: Yes. Now, to be fair, sometimes I've had to leave some things laying around in order to reach them. Because, like, there's a couple instruments and, th- and things.
1: So, he left, what, a harpsichord?
0: It's not just a harpsichord. Um, it is... Let me see the official title of it. It's the Omnicord. It's actually a, an electronic harpsichord that my brother found for me at who knows where. And uh, that's what you hear on that little thing, which you'll hear later on in the show tonight. And I
1: was wondering why there was an electric harpsichord between the table and the Lazy Boy for the last several months. But now I know why.
0: Because I needed to have we something. planning were planning for the ahead. future.
1: I'll never put stuff away around your Lazy Boy again.
0: That is kind of like what I'm hoping for. <laughs> if I can just have a mountain of things around it, then I'll always be able to make a jingle. There you go. It's a jingle jungle.
1: <laughs> a jingle jungle jammer.
0: <laughs> so after our show, um, which is going to be great, you guys definitely have to be there for that. Um, we uh, we got Unpop, which is the podcast with Brock Powell and Curtis Wah. Um, And they're really funny. Brock is the um, voice, speaking of voice acting, Brock is the voice of um, the uh, Kool-Aid man. Nice. He also does voices for um, some Disney shows, and he's done a lot of cool stuff. He's on the new um, uh, Milo Murphy's Law that uh, the guys from Phineas and Ferb do, stuff like that. So he has done a lot of really cool stuff. Then on Sunday, we have the Benview Network Podcasting Empire uh, panel at 1030 in the morning. At 1130, we have the Women in Podcasting. Um, Moderated by Cheryl Joined by you As well as Kelsey and Kimmy From the Talk 30 Rock To Me podcast Um, Then 1230 I'm very excited about this We have a live Alex P. Keaton is my friend Crossover with the Talk 30 Rock To Me I'm going to be talking With Kimmy and Kelsey about um, Their uh, well, Well half of the show will be about An episode of 30 Rock And half will be about an episode of Family Ties
1: so. You're kicking off your new season. Yes, yeah,
0: season two. We're starting it off with, uh, with a live show, first ever Alex P. Keaton live show. So it's very exciting and uh, should be interesting because you know there's a lot of crossover between Thirty Rock and Totally and Family Ties. Totally. You know, both of them were television shows. Um, I think on NBC. So there you go. Were they? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I don't. I don't think you're right. You don't think Family Ties is NBC? Think
1: family Ties was CBS.
0: I think Family Ties is NBC.
1: I mean, NBC does make incredible shows, as we will get into later on in the epi.
0: I'm about to find out.
1: Google it.
0: NBC, boom.
1: Huh.
0: I thought so, but then you made me, like, second guess.
1: CBS doesn't do any good shows, do they?
0: They've had good shows. Like... I don't know. I'm not going to like bother <laughs> to look it up right now, but just I'm sure they have. All right. Um so that's pretty great and then um we got Radio Brendo Man at 1:30 and finally closing out the show the Mr. Brendo's Wrestling Show MBWS at 2:30. So if you like wrestling, that's the place to talk about wrestling. So It's going to be a lot of fun. That's like a solid 13 uh programs there. That we got put together for you.
1: It's like I'll barely be able to enjoy our suite.
0: I know. It's going to be pretty sweet. <laughs> um, so, yeah. It's going to be cool. And I hope you guys can make it out to that. We'll have Mandarin Orange Show stickers to give you folks. <laughs> I just got a message there. Sorry about that. Um, and uh, it's going to be cool. So, come on down. Comic Con Palm Springs.
1: So... Um, we are on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Tunedin. Tundin? Tundin.
0: Um, Tunes. Yeah. Hopefully you guys are listening on one of those things. Otherwise, how are you hearing this right now? I know. I guess they could be listening to it on our actual website. On the computer. Or they could be listening to it um, on archive.org. There's a little top secret for you. all of our stuff is posted on archive.org as well. So maybe you'll, maybe someone is a big Archive fan. Uh, we have an email. If you guys would like to send us a message, Show at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And um, Instagram, Twitter, at mandarianorange, all that stuff. Please join our Facebook page and group to hear lots of other exciting stuff and some funny video clips. And who knows what else? Pics? Yeah. Stuff like that. Speaking of pics, we had kind of a big event across North America.
1: Yeah, so cool.
0: You got to see the eclipse with like eclipse glasses.
1: Heck yeah, I did. And the eclipse, the eclipse. I I mean, we would have loved to travel up to see it in totality, but I just went back to work, and I can't.
0: And the kids just started school.
1: Justify taking off so soon. So I was like, you know, it'll be cool. Um, I'll make those little pinhole viewers.
0: That's what I did. in my
1: class. I didn't even know you could get glasses, and neither did you. No,
0: when we were kids, I don't think that was a thing. Because the last time it happened like, was when we were kids, you know, that, near us that we could see. And I don't think they had them back then. Or at least it wasn't something that was available that we knew of.
1: Well, so we were... Going around all over the place looking for glasses. Looking
0: online.
1: They were impossible to find. And um, then I get word from my school district that we had to have permission slips. And the only way we can go out and view it is if we have solar eclipse glasses. And they're sold
0: out everywhere.
1: So now I'm at work inside, not able to see it.
0: Which is a bummer.
1: Total bummer. Um, Luke's class somehow got their hands. They on got a set some of glasses, glasses. One of the
0: parents, so they got to look at and it. And
1: then um, Audrey's class did pinhole viewers, which is so cool. I
0: mean, I built a big old pinhole viewer, like a big old box one, for me to look at because I was at those home. On
1: the group because they're hilarious.
0: You think so? Yeah,
1: with your your box head. Yes. Um, I'm talking he got out the tinfoil. He, like, oh, I made really it like science-experimented it all. I went to
0: town, and I got a big, long box, so it was a nice, large projection.
1: And you did the colander, too?
0: Oh, yeah. I played around with it a number of different ways.
1: It's fun to use the coleander.
0: Oh, gosh. for your. It sounds like viewing. a mix between an oleander and a colander. Um, At least you don't call it a calendar.
1: So, I was, like, thinking that I'm out of luck. I I had arranged with my teacher next door to me to, like, keep our adjoined doors open and take turns viewing it at 10.23, but all we had was, like, a pinhole viewer. And um, one of my parents checked um his kid out to see the eclipse at, like, 9.30, and he knocked on my door because my door is, like, on the way to the parking lot. And I'm like hi and he's like do you want to see it already started i'm like what (laughs) and i like ran out he like lent me the glasses and i could just see i could see the moon starting to cross it was like i'm like you just made my life like that was so cool i actually got to see it with the glasses So then I ran in and I had put on the live video for the kids because they weren't allowed to see it. Um, You know, they were afraid they were going to burn their retinas out or something. Right. Um, Which is funny because on the way to lunch, what's the first thing they did? They all tried to look at the sun. I'm like, put your eyes down. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, I guess They're greater than presidents. Can't resist. They can't resist. Looking at the sun... But then I got to see it again on my break, like, because we, the yard duty people came around, and um, a friend from work had gotten her hands on the welding lenses. Uh And um, they were, um, I think, level 13s or something, and that was like safe for viewing the sun. So. I got to just keep going out. <laughs> I just kept going out the whole time. And anybody that was walking by my classroom, I'm like, hey, you want to see this?
0: <laughs> so, it was fun. It was cool. It was a cool day. and um,
1: It never got um, dusky like I thought it would.
0: It did a li- there was definitely a change in the lighting, at least here at our house. It wasn't, like, super dramatic, but you could tell. Um, it
1: was cool because we have these archways in front of my classroom, like several archways. And they were all shaped like crescents. Yeah. So
0: that was yeah. cool. Just seeing the different shadows. Now my parents and my sisters drove all the way up to Idaho so they could do like, they did the entire, yeah, you know, the totality. they saw it
1: in totality. And I watched um, like the news footage and then had the live news footage going on all day as it went across the United States and... It just sounds like something we totally need to do.
0: Well, so I looked it up and the next uh total eclipse um is in 2 years. Mm-hmm. In 2019 July in South America. So I think we've got our vacation plans. Um, we know what
1: we're doing um, in 2019. Two years, going and, to South America. And, and it's during us... it's during summer break.
0: Yeah. And that should give us enough time to get some glasses.
1: Well, Matthew gave us We got
0: us one his... pair already. Yeah. So we gotta, we have to get one for all of us though.
1: There's like organizations um, that you can send your eclipse glasses for free down to South America, really, so that they're like recycling them and, yeah, huh. and kid So
0: that's cool. Well, we'll just bring them down ourselves. <laughs> I uh, think we can
1: handle that not carry on.
0: The funny thing though is that so my parents were up there. That was on Monday, and we're recording this Wednesday night, and their plan was to get back like they were you know they left right after it happened which was like at 10 in the morning they were in southern Idaho and their plan was to drive all the way through and get back like Tuesday morning and the last time I talked to them they still weren't home yet because the traffic was so crazy getting out of there that they had to like stop at my uncle's house first and it was like this big long old process and so I think they're probably home now but yeah like crazy. It uh it, I think it took them a little extra time there than they thought. So, well, um so that was pretty cool. We got that's the news and um we we got to do a little uh mommy daddy time this week.
1: Yeah, we did.
0: Mommy daddy time. <laughs> so, for those that don't know, I am uh I'm very passionate about music. Um before uh Before we had kids and I became a stay-at-home dad, my...
1: uh, A house husband.
0: My house husband, yes. Um, You know, I started a record label. You guys, I probably talked about it some, Pop Vox Music. And, um, you know, did a lot of live shows and, uh, you know, put out CDs. Still do some of that stuff, but it was, you know, I had a sound system that I took around and did uh, sound for various things. And so music is a very big, important thing to me. So... This last Thursday, um, there was a band that played um, that's kind of like a super group. It, band members from some bands that I super, super love. The band is called Low Tom, and the band members involved were in uh, Valure 100, Starflower 59, Pedro the Lion. Um, and if you haven't heard of those, then they're awesome, and you should check them all out. But at least some people have heard of Pedro the Lion, I Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, but anyway, it's super super awesome. And then the opening band was Stranger Kings, which we'd seen before. Um, and uh, they are from band members from the Prayer chain amongst other things. Um, also the Violet Burning and Raspberry Jam and all kinds of bands that I like. So there's all these like super groups all mixed together and it was so much fun. I got to see so many Feels different like people. like
1: a kid in a candy store and these things. He's just in heaven.
0: Well, everyone in the audience is someone that I know either from a band or from doing shows back in the day.
1: We went to pick up our tickets, and he's like, that's so-and-so.
0: Yeah, from uh, from uh, Beautiful Mistake, uh-huh. he was up there. I, I, well, Josh, I can say it. That's not bad. Um, Jed from the Pitter Way was there. All the members of the prayer chain were there. I got to talk to Jason from Starflyer. And, uh, gosh, it was just great. It was so much fun. But it was a date for us, too, right?
1: Oh, yeah. I had a blast. I just go, like, I'm just, like, older now, and I'm not a fan of, like, standing for three to four hours (laughs) in a club. So, I always have to, like, find a
0: place to,
1: to, you know... Cool my toes.
0: Yeah, your dogs are barking. The
1: Dogs are barking. So I, I between bands, I go, and then you text me when they're getting on stage again, and they come <laughs> back in and push my way. You had a good spot right under the air conditioner. Oh
0: yeah, it was perfect because it was it was super packed. At first, I thought there was gonna be like no one there because the show was supposed to start at 7:45, and you know shows never start on time. But at 7:45, when it was supposed to start, there was like 10 people in the room. Usually, you and got they were telling
1: crowd. people it was sold out in the parking lot. Yeah,
0: so and it wasn't.
1: It was the other show because they had two shows at the same club.
0: But then, by the time things were going, there was a lot of people there, so yeah. it was good. And uh yeah, it was great. My uh my sisters came down and watched the kids so that we could uh, get out on a Thursday night, and uh, it was a lot of fun.
1: It's great, and um I really enjoyed. Our first dinner at In-N-Out, and then our second dinner at Sonic. Yeah. First and second dinner.
0: There's a reason that I'm still struggling to take off that European vacation. We were good.
1: We got protein-style burgers and wings, boneless wings, on the way back with diet cherry limeades.
0: Yeah, I mean, good, relatively speaking. We didn't go nuts and get big fries or anything like that, but... It's hard. It is. We
1: like to eat.
0: I do. That's the problem. I just do. Although, not broccoli bites. Um,
1: I made you eat three. I had to, you know, I had you had to make me
0: eat as many vegetables as I They're the like cheese
1: filled broccoli. I don't understand. No, I would
0: much rather just eat plain broccoli. Like, I don't like vegetables mushed up into a shape.
1: Into a tater tot?
0: Yeah, like, stop Weirdo. trying to fool me. Like, it's, it's not just a potato. Broccoli
1: shaped like a tot.
0: Yeah, but why don't we just eat broccoli?
1: Because it's in a portable shell.
0: Yeah, don't. I I can't do it. I don't like it. Well. It's not that I don't like broccoli. It's that I don't like that it's mushed up together and made into a fake tater tot. Tater tots should have potato, maybe some cheese, not broccoli. It's not right. Carbs aren't good for you, man. I would just. That's what I'm saying, though. I would just eat the broccoli.
1: Well, you do when we go to Red Robin.
0: I do. Ooh, Red Robin,
1: Campfiresauce.
0: Ah. Uh, anyway, this was good daytime.
1: I really had a blast. I um, put it on our Instagram story, but it deletes after twenty four hours. So sorry, you can't see
0: it. But wait, you saved it right? Because that's the only place to have the clips of the music.
1: Yeah, I saved the individual videos. All right.
0: But that's the first time that we've gone out, not counting like at the movies when the kids go to the play area, like since before europe
1: well, we had a whole week without the kids i mean since grandparents can't grandparents i forgot about that <laughs> did we really
0: date or did we just go to the movies
1: we dated we went to a hotel
0: yeah for training and for comic conventions
1: and comic con
0: yeah it's not a date it's business
1: business Yeah, I guess this was our first true date
0: in a while. We went to the movies. We did go to the movies a lot. So that counts, but... Speaking of the movies... Speaking of the movies, it's movie time!
1: Movie time! So, I'm at work. And Phil Phil calls me and goes, Hey, um... You should watch this trailer because I want to go see this movie. And we have those two free tickets to Harkins.
0: We have two more now.
1: Yeah, they keep giving us free kid tickets to the play center for our kids to be babysat for free. So I'm like, okay, well, what is it? And he's like, Brigsby Bear. I'm like,
0: Brigsby Bear? Yeah.
1: What? Just do it. You'll like it. You give me, like, a quick synop.
0: Well, of what I knew. And we're not going to spoil it because no. Dave actually like asked for the viewers not to spoil it. They had, like, part of their deal in selling it was that they weren't allowed to put, like, certain twists and things into the trailer. And the mm. marketing stuff was not allowed to talk about how it, like, plays out. Mm. So. Well. Which is really cool.
1: A hundred percent. We loved it. It's like,
0: so good, it's right? It's so
1: full of amazingness. You need to go see it's it. It's really
0: funny and really touching. Who's in it? Um, well, okay, so the like coolest part is that they got Mark Hamill to be in it.
1: Mark Hamill is in it.
0: As in like, Luke Skywalker. <laughs> um but Who's... the main creative force behind it's Kyle Mooney and I forget the name of his like uh, troop, You know, like they had like an improv group or whatever comedy group before he got to SNL. And so he worked with some of those guys, some of which, well, I think all of them are at SNL, but some of them are just writers. Um, but, you know, there's lots of other great people in it, too. Like uh, Greg Kinnear was really fun in it. Um, and um,
1: Greg Kinnear was great.
0: There's a bunch of like other cameos, too. I'm trying to think of like who else was in it. I don't know. Lots of other good people. It's really funny, it's really unique, and you should definitely see it. Now, here's the thing. I seeing it. As of last weekend, it was only playing in 408 theaters. And I was super stoked that our theater got it. Um, I don't know if it's playing near you, but if it is, you should go out and see it, because it's great. So that's our uh, movie theater movies, but we've got some other movies we need to talk about here, just briefly. Um, While we were in Europe, we talked about, like... You know, every time we go somewhere, I would recognize, like, oh, remember this was in that movie, or this was in that movie. There's so many movies we've seen with stuff from Europe.
1: Phil made a list.
0: I did. I he kept a running lists. list on my phone. And
1: I have a thing that Audrey said today that was really funny. She comes up to so Phil and I, goes, look, it's my favorite thing. And she's holding, like, a piece of paper. And we're like, piece of paper? What? She's all lists. Because, <laughs> like... She opened a new prize from the prize box, and it had
0: a list of things she could collect. Yes.
1: So collecting things and
0: lists. Well, lists help you to keep track of things, and so as we went, you know, along our trip, we'd say like, "Oh, look, the Colosseum! That was in Roman Holiday." And then we well, write it on at
1: there. the Colosseum. They had
0: yeah, like a whole like, like a little whole thing. reel of all the movies that had been shot there. So. So. I didn't like write down every single movie that had ever been made, but ones that were like, "Oh, we should watch that one." And oh, remember this, that. So we've kind of been doing an ongoing movie marathon, not all at once, but just you know, when we get a chance, some of them with the kids and some of them just for us, of movies that um, were shot in or feature the places that we visited while we were in Europe. So um, we're just going to run through them real quick. First up, we watch Condor Man watch this one with the kids this is one of my all-time favorite movies
1: yes it is
0: um and if you guys have not seen it it's kind of a little hard to come by it has been very expensive like for a while it was not on dvd so i cherish my dvd my vhs copies it has now it's been released on dvd a couple of times in limited fashion and i've never been able to grab a copy so we watched it on vhs um, Old school, which is you know that's how I watched it as a kid, so it's appropriate. But um, and you can get them, and it's not like they're not on there, but there's something like $25, 30 bucks for a DVD, and I'm like, eh, I got my VHS, so I'm good for now. Um, but anyway, it's such a great movie. It's a Disney movie. It's a superhero movie, and I can't believe that like they haven't relaunched it in some way. Like, how cool would it be to, like, have it cross over with Marvel and do, like, a new comic and have him, like, pop up into a Marvel universe somehow? Pitch it. A Netflix Condor Man show? Pitch it. I can't pitch, like, hey, here's what I want to do with the stuff you own.
1: They made it sound really easy at that pitch panel
0: I went to. Yeah, they always do. (laughs) If any uh, Disney execs are listening, I've got a sweet idea for a Netflix Condor Man show, like... It will blow Dare, Daredevil and all those other ones out of the water. You think Defenders is making you money? You wait until I talk to you about the Condor Man TV show.
1: And where was it shot, mostly?
0: Well, anyway, it's it's um, it's all around. Um, the parts that we wanted to see was there's a couple of scenes where they're in these little tiny Italian villages. Um, and... We didn't go to the exact one that was in it, but there's like hundred. I don't know exactly which one. I looked and looked and cannot figure out exactly where say it was it shot. Was
1: shot in Italy, they don't. right?
0: And it's but the the little town we went to in Vinci, like with the whole time we were there, we we're like, this looks like Conor Man. This is like that scene in Man. and they have the little tunnels and the little cobblestone roads, and it looks exactly like that. So um, that's 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 number one. That was the first one we watched um then
1: european vacation
0: i mean come on
1: well when i told um my lunch group that i eat lunch with at work that we are doing this they're like well i hope european vacation i'm like it's uh already watched obviously
0: it. it's in the title <laughs> um yeah uh, it's it's
1: and that one went to um, England, where we had a layover.
0: Yeah, they go to Germany, and where I we went for we a day. Said
1: Big Ben Parliament, even though we didn't see Big Ben Parliament, we said it in like every joke when we were in a roundabout. Every-
0: well, and there's tons of roundabouts <laughs> everywhere in Europe, so yes, we said that a million times.
1: And then, um,
0: but they do go to Rome. Do go to
1: Rome, and we saw uh-huh. Palatine Hill. Uh
0: huh. And it's crazy because. I mean, I could have told you before we went on this trip, I could have told you all the places they go in European vacation, but then seeing it and being like, Oh, we were there, I know where they're at right, right there. It's just really cool. It's such a different perspective. Yeah. Um that being said, it's definitely the um probably the weakest of the original vacation movies. It is. I still love large chunks of it, but man, if I got a script doctor for the end of that movie. If anyone, again, I don't know who owns European Vacation, but if you want to, like, I-, I could help you re-edit this thing and make like a really, really cool ending to the movie.
1: You're a really good script doctor. So
0: if anyone wants to like reshoot European Vacation, um, just just, just, just give me you a call, a line. Show at gmail.com. and uh, we'll fix that.
1: And then we watched Win in Rome, which was a Kristen Bell movie.
0: Uh-huh. which
1: I'm pretty sure was shot on a soundstage.
0: Yeah, there's there's some establishing shots of Rome, but most of it's not in Rome. Yeah,
1: it's like they have this Italian-looking fountain that they make wishes in, but, like, it's obviously fake.
0: And most of it's, like, in New York anyway, yeah. right? Like, and it was
1: cool, because we just went to New York, so we did That's true, it. we
0: saw that. And... I, they, at the very beginning, they do have some shots of like the Coliseum and stuff. So, yeah. And then I fell asleep halfway through, and you said I didn't need to bother finishing it, so I didn't. No. It's not. It's not the greatest. There's a lot of good people in it, but it's just probably didn't all. It's okay. It wasn't their full potential there?
1: I lolled a couple times.
0: Um. So this one then was kind of like it was actually a mistake that I found it because, um, for those that don't know, MST3K Mystery Science Theater 3000. Has done a reboot there on uh, Netflix, and it's uh, you know new new comedians and stuff. Is Jonah Ray, um, and you know new actors are doing it, but it's still some of the original folks behind the scenes that are putting it together. Um, but it's fantastic, so you guys should definitely check it out. I love that show, um, but I you know just one night since we got back from Europe, I'm like oh, I'm gonna check it out because I hadn't gotten a chance to watch it yet, and the first episode on Netflix, like episode one of the new series is a, a movie called Reptilicus and I read the description and it's about a giant like reptile monster thing that rampages through Copenhagen, Denmark. And the whole thing is it's a it's a Danish production. It's all shot in Denmark with Danish actors for the most part and even though it was from like the 70s there's tons of stuff in it that we saw and so I actually then after I watched it made you watch it with me. This
1: movie Had like the most footage of places
0: we went to, like very yeah, so far that we actually were at.
1: I mean, they even had a shot of Tivoli.
0: Yeah, a couple shots. Like they go into it, and oh, it was it was cool. Again, like you know, you've got like your big monuments that everyone sees, but this one was like the little stuff that we saw. That was super super cool. So if you want to see what Denmark looks like, and it's. For some reason, I don't know how to describe it, but it kind of just has a Danish feel to it. Like, yeah. the way that it's put together. It's yeah. it's great. Um, then... At, I made you. I made a bargain with you. I said, you watch the MST3K with me, and I will watch snippets of The Bachelor, where they go to Copenhagen.
1: Well, it was crazy because... Um, when we left for the trip, it wasn't The Bachelor; it was The Bachelorette. What if? correction? But when we left for our trip, The Bachelorette had just aired, and when they start, they are in LA in the mansion, the bachelor mansion, um, which I found out on one of the podcasts I listened to that there's like a family that lives there that like rents it out like a couple times a year. Um, really. To For them to shoot their scenes when they're there. And they can, like, be in and out in a day. Huh. And, like, their set dressers come in. They actually interviewed the guy who owns the mansion.
0: Wow.
1: <laughs> so, anyways, but they were still in the mansion when we left. Right. But they shoot it, you know, way earlier. But um I didn't know. I came back and binge watched it. And they went to Denmark. Like they went to Denmark, they went to Sweden, they went to like places. Well, they went to the
0: Tivoli, right?
1: They went. They she had one of her dates with Eric was at Tivoli, and they did the canal.
0: Yeah. Tour. So So it was like stuff that we did. So as much as I don't care about The Bachelor, it actually was really cool seeing all that. Like again, they were there like right before we were.
1: Yeah, and I was like, I didn't even know when we were there. Rachel and Eric could have been sitting in this very Ferris Wheel car. Yeah. So
0: and I wouldn't have cared, but it was interesting. You know how to see. I
1: love traveling to Bachelor. When you didn't even know you places, were and I didn't even know we were
0: there. So
1: but they went to a lot of other really cool places in Europe, so we gotta go back and go to all those places. Yeah.
0: So um then one more well actually honorable mention real quick. We have to mention the Master of None episodes, the first two episodes of season two. Um, also on Netflix and that's all in Italy we watched that right before we left I know Um, I want to watch it again we do need to watch it again after just to kind of have that perspective it has like the best
1: Italian driving in Italy scene
0: yeah plus the food like they really capture the food in Italy Um, so one more that we watched um, in our European movie marathon was Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade and specifically we watched this because we went to and we talked about this on our trip stuff but we went to venice we went to the place where there's the library and they go into the catacombs underneath and the rats and the fireball and stuff and where they have the little boat chase afterwards we saw all that we walked in in fact watching the movie afterwards we're like that's where we're at and there's this one spot on a bridge where they have these footprints there's like four footprints in each corner one in each of the four corners on the top of the bridge, and it's a special, and I can't remember the exact story, but it was something about where different factions would face off, and that's like their starting point. Mm-hmm. And so it's like this traditional bridge, and I, I think it's like the four foot bridge or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you can see the feet in the bridge, and we stood right we on, stood it on it and, took a, and picture. took a picture on it. You can see the feet in the Indiana Jones uh, footage there. So that was pretty great. And uh, that's what we've done so far. We have on our, we've
1: got a lot more. We've got a lot more. Yes, it.
0: but those are the ones we watched thus far, and uh, and then that kind of got us on a kick because we actually watched that one with the kids. Don't worry, I know that movie well enough that we knew all the places to cover ears and eyes. Um, but there's plenty of like just you know fun stuff in it, right? And we wanted them to see the place that we were at and stuff too. And they've they've wanted to watch Indiana Jones. And
1: we watched it when we were younger.
0: I saw I saw Raiders when I was in kindergarten and um Temple of Doom like shortly thereafter.
1: They're really loving watching the movies of our yeah. childhood. They're they're not like they're not like, oh, you know, like do we have to about it? Like they really, they really
0: want, want to. to watch the stuff we watched when we were kids. So on that then, we kind of have we've been watching through some more Um, So we also watched Back to the Future, and um, that one, that one is a little trickier. There's a lot of language in that one, as, you know, as everyone knows. But they don't
1: even know, like, what bad words are. Some of it,
0: I know. Eh, I think they know more than you think they know.
1: Well, I know they know some, but, like, there's ones that if you...
0: There's stuff that definitely goes over their head. If you
1: don't react, they don't know what it is.
0: But um, it's still so fun, though, and so, you know... They're fine. Again, I I would watch Back to the Future and...
1: I saw it in the movie theater. I didn't
0: see it in the theater like you, but... My
1: dad took me to see it, I think, I was seven? 1985?
0: 1985,
1: yeah. I was seven, so younger than Audrey.
0: They're fine. Um, We also watched Tron, or at least the first half of Tron. We haven't finished Tron yet, Um, but they we were talking about like video game movies and I'm like, you know there's a movie where a guy gets sucked into a video game and they're like, what? <laughs> so we started that but then we had to pause it so we'll finish that one.
1: They keep asking to
0: finish it though. And then this summer we read Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory and the, or Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator. So we did a back-to-back view and after we read the books, of uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, Gene Wilder, and then Charlie and the Chocolate Factory... With Johnny Depp, which isn't really classic. No, but it was actually really fun talking about because we always, if we do read a book and then watch a movie, we talk about you know what they had to do to adapt it, what they had to change, what's different, um, you know, what things like that. And so it it was it was fun because not only did they talk about what they changed from the book, but then they talked about well, this movie had this part and this movie didn't have this, and they were able to kind of you know evaluate it and hey, there's no no reason not to have an educational conversation just because you're watching a fantasy exactly. movie, you know.
1: And then it was funny because Luke um, is in first grade and he does this thing called AR quizzes. And they go on and they take a little test about books they read and they get a certain amount of points. Well, classic books like you read to them, there's a lot more points, Um that you get for them than the little like half first grade readers they read. They get like a half a point for those.
0: Well, they read some bigger ones too. So,
1: so Luke just went right in first day you know, does back to back.
0: And they're allowed to do ones that the parents read. Like there's a thing on there that you check. I read this or it was read to We use
1: it at my school too. So, It's not cheating. No, Luke gets on there. aces to uh, quizzes back to back and he's already up to what 12 points
0: i think so yeah
1: like typically a first grader like i mean i have third graders in my class who their whole goal for the trimester is like nine points
0: and in, in the first week of school looks already up to 12.
1: 12 and his teacher's like
0: wait how did you what happened?
1: <laughs> he's like, I like to read.
0: And he's already got, like, another book to take one on tomorrow. And Audrey's the same thing. Um,
1: yeah, she's, she's already almost met her goal. I think she's too.
0: almost, yeah. Her goal is, like, 20, and she's already at, like, 19 or something. So Yeah. They, uh, they're good readers.
1: They like to read.
0: Well, that's the end of um, the movie section. But now it's time, speaking of movies, to play the movie quote game. Are you ready for it ready so just in case you're tuning in for the first time quickly the way this works you can play along at home i will give a quote from a movie it's got to be one that i know janelle has seen and um she's got to try to guess what the movie is if she doesn't get it on the it first took one me
1: three quotes three last quotes
0: last time, time for um their three amigos and um, I'll get increasing, you know, I'm, I go for the most obscure ones I can think of, and then I'll increase the, uh, you know, how well-known the quote is, and see how many it takes you to guess, and see if you can beat Janelle. Alright, you ready? The first one is, I care.
1: I love these two-word quotes. It's, like I'm I've got to start with a challenge.
0: I even did the inflection in that one.
1: Hold on. patch Adams
0: (laughs) no I'm sorry I mean it's possible that he says that in that (laughs) probably um, but that's not the one that I'm referring to okay um you ready Uh uh-huh who is more foolish the fool or the fool who follows him Have no idea. I might have messed that one up a little bit now. I the fool or the fool who follows him is definitely right. I, I might have messed up the beginning of it, so don't hold me too tightly to that, but you don't know it from that? No. Alright. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Thank the maker. I don't know. Oh no? no. Ooh.
1: do the easier one.
0: okay I'm gonna go easier. man I thought you'd have it by now.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. all
0: right I'm gonna go uh I'm not gonna go like super easy but I'm gonna go one that like I think that you'll probably get. you ready?
1: I was ready yesterday.
0: Boring conversation anyway.
1: Swingers?
0: Oh, no. No, 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 no.
1: Mystery men?
0: No. All right. I'm going to go, like, really easy now. The more you tighten your grip, the more star systems will slip through your fingers.
1: Spaceballs?
0: Nope. Alright, ready?
1: Hmm huh? Men in Black?
0: No. no, no. Um I I guess I gotta go like really easy now if you didn't get that right. Um Let the Wookiee wind. Star Wars? Yes Star Wars.
1: Boar Wars as my oh, sister my calls it.
0: Now, the rule is that I have to know you have seen the movie. It doesn't mean that I have to do one that I know that you love. And it well, makes me so sad that you don't love Star Wars, but...
1: I've only seen it a few times. I didn't watch it till I married you.
0: Yeah. Janelle had not seen all of the original trilogy until she married me.
1: I lived in a very estrogeny household.
0: Can you believe that, though? Such such a great trilogy. <laughs> My
1: sister just texted me a few weeks ago and said the only Star Wars movie she saw was the one with the furry guys.
0: Yeah, the Ewoks <laughs> movie, that they, like the made-for-TV movies.
1: Yeah. Which have she their own that, charm, but those are not... She thought that was a star, an official Star Wars.
0: It is official in that George Lucas made it, but it's definitely... She thought that was
1: part of the, you, you know...
0: Yeah, that's, that's not the main thing. The saga definitely sort of the black sheep of the well not the Star Wars Christmas special is definitely the worst but. but
1: anyways the story is on reddit or something she found um the SNL sketch with Adam Driver doing undercover boss as yes. kylo ren yeah and then she like started texting me like well maybe I do want to see this like you know, he's he's in the, the new Star Wars, and, like, you were telling her she needed to go back, but she didn't want to. I said she
0: needs to watch it in the right order, and anyway, she refused. she
1: did She watched The Force Awakens, and she loved it. She's excited for the new one now.
0: That's good, but she should have.
1: Because she likes Adam Driver.
0: <laughs> That's why she liked it, I know. <laughs> well, anyway, that was good. You did a good job.
1: <laughs> Not really, what did it take apparently. you like five or
0: six this time? I'm
1: like what? yeah it I had to go a little. Like I had
0: to go a little harder this time basically okay. you didn't know what it was till I said the word wookie but hey if someone didn't know Star Wars at all they wouldn't have known what that was still so. it's
1: funny because I did it to you the other night on like a movie that I know very well but I just did the quote and you're like okay give me another one I'm like I can't do it. That's, like, the only quote I know.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to remember what it was.
1: It was from Pretty Woman. Oh, yeah. But what did I...
0: I... I don't remember. I love the part where they let her shop. It that's...
1: wasn't that one, but that would have been a good one to do. I but just That's can't... not a
0: quote from it, though. That's from Romeo and Michelle. It's in
1: Romeo and Michelle. I just, like... I, I can't... My brain doesn't think that way.
0: That's okay. So. Um, just to clarify, too, this was from A New Hope, episode 4... The original Star Wars, that's what the quotes were from. Just, you know.
1: Well, it's fitting since we're going to Comic-Con this weekend. It
0: is. Got, got a good nerdy and one I in there for the you.
1: And the kids the cutest costumes.
0: Oh, my gosh. They're going to be so cute. I, I mean, is it going to be ready by then?
1: I don't think their unitards are going to come in time. But, but. the
0: kids are going to be Pikmin for Halloween. And we always let them wear their Halloween stuff to any Comic-Cons <laughs> so they can cosplay. And Luke's a little blue Pikmin, and Audrey's a pink, like winged Pikmin. And even just with their partial costumes, it's like the cutest thing. It is. So, this is the first one that, like, you're making, making for them, though. Because they didn't have.
1: They didn't have Pikmin costumes. I think
0: there's, like, one you can buy from Japan that was, like, super expensive. Well, on
1: Etsy, they had, like, knitted ones, but it was, like, way
0: cheaper for
1: me to just.
0: Assemble make the it. hats yeah. myself it's it's gonna be good well i think that um that's gonna just about do it for us on this episode all righty we uh we will be back the next episode that you hear will be our live episode from the show
1: Yay! From the
0: Comic Con Palm Springs. So, you guys definitely should try to come out. But if you can't be there, if you live in another state or country or something, obviously that might be challenging. So, the next time you will hear, you'll get to hear what we talked about then. Alrighty. And um, anything we should promote before we wrap it up?
1: Um, I should have a new post on myvacationpants.com this week. So, about Good. Legoland. Legoland. Legoland.
0: And, um, yeah, I think uh, you should also make sure you get caught up on Alex P. Keaton is My Friend so you're ready to jump in on that one. Yeah, watch
1: um, it on Amazon.
0: Well, watch Family Ties on Amazon and listen to Alex P. Keaton is My Friend um, at alexpkeatonismyfriend.com. All right. And I think that is going to do it. So for the Mandarian Orange Show, I'm Phil.
1: And I'm Janelle.
0: And we talk so you don't have to.